1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and those who don't identify as either, you are listening to Ratchet and Respectable from Abu Dhabi with Demetria L. Lucas. Do you hear the joy in my voice? I am living my best life. Oh my God. When I was telling my friends I was traveling to the Middle East, I told them where I was going. I said, there's Qatar, there's Dubai. And even before I got to Abu Dhabi, everyone said, you have to go to Abu Dhabi. You can't go all the way over there and not go to Abu Dhabi. Duly noted, it was already on my list of things to do because last time I was here and I told you it was only for like that 22 hour layover. Everyone was like, oh, my God, you didn't go to Abu Dhabi. You really could have skipped everything in Dubai and gone to Abu Dhabi. You missed the mosque. And I was like, is the mosque that serious? Like, is it? And they were like, oh, my God, you have no idea what you're talking about. You have to go to Abu Dhabi. So it was already on my list. Everyone told me Dubai is the party. Abu Dhabi is the culture. I knew they weren't lying because I'd already done my research on Abu Dhabi. I specifically wanted to come here as much for the mosque because the mosque is beautiful, but I wanted to go to the Louvre. They're building a Guggenheim, I read. They have amazing architecture, as does Dubai, but Abu Dhabi is a little smaller. If Dubai is like, a Walmart superstore. And I'm just saying, and I'm not comparing it to actual, the brand of Walmart. I'm just thinking about how you can go to a Walmart superstore and literally everything is there. Everything, the good, the bad, the stuff you need, the stuff you don't, the stuff you would never look at. Everything is in there. It's a one-stop shop. Abu Dhabi is more curated. It has everything you need and then some. After being here for 24 hours, I've decided that it's already more decadent than Dubai. And we did some really epic, decadent shit. Abu Dhabi, I've said wow more in the last 24 hours than, I don't know, since I was in Istanbul. Abu Dhabi is insane. The Louvre, insane. The art they have there, the artifacts they have there, the curation of that museum, the design, the architecture, wow, 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 wow. The customer service, wow. Everything was amazing. I loved it so much, and I'm not one of those people that, like, buys stuff out of gift shops or buys concert souvenirs. It's just really not my thing, but... I love that museum so much, I went and bought a shirt. I love that museum so much, I bought a shirt. That's how much I loved it. We left there and we went to... Let me make sure I get the name of this place right. I'm going to butcher the name. You know me. Kasar al-Watan, i.e. the presidential palace. It's a campus of 360,000 square meters. and And because they know they have so many American visitors... They translated it as 57 football fields. That's how big this place is. So I'm like, okay, we're going to see the presidential palace. It's going to be like the White House. Maybe this is where the king works. Maybe this is where there's official business. Maybe he lives here. And like, no, no, no. They were like, nobody actually lives here. It's a seat of power. There's military operations. And then there's also actual work being done. But the primary purpose of the palace is ceremonial. So when you have dignitaries come from other countries and such, you can take them to the palace and be like, oh, we can have a formal dining or, or formal ball or or formal whatever you want. Because the place is huge. I've never seen no shit like this. I mean, okay, kind of in Istanbul. But it was like museums from, I don't know, the 1200s, the 1300s. This is modern This was built like a few years ago just based on the design of it all. It's like lick the floors clean. It looks like that bald-headed white man in commercials in the white shirt, Mr. Clean. It looks like Mr. Clean and his team ran out the back right before we walked in. Like, it is gorgeous. I've never seen so much marble in my entire life. This is what I thought when I was in there. And I'll post pictures on my social media so you can understand. I walked in. And they're talking about how like this is ceremonial and this is where, you know, world leaders meet and they, you know, they bring people when they want to, you know, make a show and impress them and blah, blah, blah. Right. I walked in and I was like, America's broke as shit. We have people come over to our country and be like, oh, look at our capital. Oh, look at our White House. Oh, look at our marble and our American riches. Because people of the Middle East, it's a very polite culture. Because they're like polite people, they would be like, oh, this is very nice. Like, this is beautiful. Like, oh, look at everything. This is so nice. They got to get back in the car and be like, yo, these broke motherfuckers, how dare they invite us here? This is disrespectful. This is the best they got? Crazy. I ain't never seen money this long. This place is insane. I am loving the Middle East, if you can't tell. Of course, there's downsides of it, and I may or may not discuss them once I leave the Middle East. When I was reading up, when traveling here, I was researching a bunch of pages for travel influencers and bloggers and and things like that that have have visited the middle east and lots of people made a point to note that when you are in the middle east that you shouldn't say things that are disparaging about the middle east like as americans we team we tend to think that freedom of speech applies everywhere it does not so what i was reading was like watch your mouth about what you have to say until you get home there's some topics that i would like to discuss but i'm gonna wash my mouth until i get home thanks There's a time and place for everything. I I've loved visiting the Middle East. I do want to be able to leave. Funny thing, though, I've been gone for nine days as of today. I'm recording this on Friday at 9.39 p.m., which is, what did I say last time? I mean, I'm loving it here. Like, everything is, it's not even first world. Will and I keep joking that we're living in the future. One, because we're nine hours ahead of East America or 12 hours ahead of, of the West Coast. I wake up every morning around 7:38. My friends in America are just going to bed. We are living in the future. Everything here, not so much in Dubai, it was really noticeable in Qatar and then also here in Abu Dhabi. The tech here is just so advanced. Stuff like light switches, even if not tech, there's a level of efficiency that I'm not used to seeing even at home. It's like everywhere has Disney level efficiency. And Ghana is, you know, Ghana is many things. It's not the most efficient place, but I miss, it sounds so weird. I miss walking around my neighborhood or walking to the store and just grabbing my groceries, throwing them in my backpack and walking back down the street. I miss going across the street to pick up my avocados and tomatoes from the avocado and tomato lady. I'm going back to Ghana tomorrow night and then I'm there for, what, like a week? Less than a week. And then I'm back in the States. Temporarily, we'll talk about missing Ghana when it's closer to the date. But Abu Dhabi, I got a couple. I have a little bit more time here, and I'm gonna make the most of it. I still haven't been to the mosque. I went and bought a proper. I don't know what the, the proper name of it is. I have a little chart. I have to look at the chart. I bought proper clothing. Let's just let's say that as a coverall. I brought proper clothing to attend the mosque. You have to be as a woman and a man too. You have to be covered to your ankles and to your wrist, and your head has to be covered. You can't get in the mosque otherwise. And I was like, I did not come all the way to Abu Dhabi to stand outside across the street and take pictures. Like, I will be going into the mosque. So I found a really cute outfit. They had to have it tailored, because I'm a little on the short side. They had to take six inches off the dress. <laughs> it's really beautiful. Um, but I bought it. They're supposed to drop it off. They said either 10 o'clock tonight or 10 o'clock in the morning. So one of those, I have the... Um, The proper covering, the dress, and then like a matching headpiece and belt. They sell it as like a whole set. And I was like, oh, look at this. Very nice.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home. And then there's a version of it where you have someone help you. You watch them do it the right way. And you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. (laughs) I have fully
1: Lots of good black news this week. I totally forgot it was the Golden Globes. I was out here gallivanting. I saw all these black people in beautiful gowns up and down my Instagram and Facebook. And I was like, oh, it's that time of year. As you might recall, the Golden Globes didn't happen for a while. Namely, last year, there was a huge controversy. Someone figured out after, I want to say 79 years, that the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, that's who puts on the Golden Globes and, and does the voting. Somebody realized they had no black members this was in the wake of George Floyd, in which you know people actually still cared about race. Um, they've since stopped. But people actually like really gave a fuck at that point in time. And it was a really big thing. So the Hollywood Foreign Press, apparently they got some of their shit together. A bunch of black people were in attendance at the ceremony, the parts that I saw. I didn't see the whole thing. I've just been seeing snippets. But so a whole bunch of black people were in attendance, including Rihanna. She was nominated for the song that she had for Wakanda Forever, the theme song. But a lot of Black people did really, really good. The Angela Bassett. She won for Best Supporting Actress for her role in Wakanda Forever, which, good for her, well-deserved. When I watched it in French, I knew she was doing something powerful. Just, like, the expressions on her face conveyed everything that was occurring to me. And I was like, that is acting. I have no idea what's coming out of your mouth right now. But I feel you. I feel you, though. So congratulations to the Angela Bassett. She looked amazing. And Courtney Vance, he know his wife looked good. Because he was standing up in the audience like like he isn't also the Courtney Vance. With his phone up, taking video. I'm like, sir, I think they got video. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's video. There's, there's cameras, professional cameras everywhere. You could get video if you want. He wanted that on his phone. His video of his wife on his phone. You don't love me like that. What? Do you love me? Do you? Brad Pitt is not black, but we're going to mention him anyway. Because two black women shouted him out from the stage. Regina Hall and and Quinter. Regina Hall got on stage and was like, um, they messed up my name. They called me Regina Hall. I'd like to be referred to as Mrs. Pitt. I was like, oh. And, and Quinta was like mid acceptance speech. I think she got two golden globes. We'll get to that. I have the list in front of me. But she got two golden globes. She stopped mid speech for one of them to like shout out Brad Pitt. And the camera panned to him. And I was like, well, shit, I get it. I get it. Brad, I've read he is 59 Caucasian years old. And I was like, he still looks like that? He must have had work done. Must have. And good work. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at anybody who gets good work. Get your good work done if that's what you want to do. Brad looks amazing. Brad might be crazy as shit. Brad might be violent. Because Angelina left him because she said, he acted a fool on the PJ. Tried to beat her and one of the kids, I think. Definitely one of the kids. Maybe or maybe not her. Either way, it's a bad situation. But she said that's why she left. That's why they broke up. Her version. He might, be, he might be crazy as shit. He fine as shit, too. And might be crazy as shit. Fine does not negate the crazy. Truth be told, it usually enhances it. But that's a story for another day. Best drama series, not black, but one of my favorite shows. House of the Dragon, which we refer to on here as House of Dragons or Game of Thrones 2. That was good TV. I heard it's not coming back until 2024, though. And I was like, you got my appetite all wet for this good TV? And then you took it away. It beat out The Crown. Which you know how I feel about The Crown. The Crown is one of my favorite shows like ever, ever. But The House of the Dragon, I'm not mad at. All the money they spend on that show, it's like millions every episode. Like maybe like something like 10 million an episode, if not more. Most of it is on CGI for them damn dragons. And the best part of the show was an actor in really great makeup dragging himself into court. Amazing. Best Musical Comedy Series winner, Avid Elementary, a.k.a. The Quinta Show and Cheryl Lee Ralph. The Quinta won yet another award. I saw her acceptance speech, and it was the one where she was just joking and shouted out Brad Pitt is the one I saw. I cried. I say this every time we discuss something about Quinta, and I say it with love, but I'm like, I remember her. I remember her when. Was it the Vine videos? And now, like, Boo is on stage Winning award after award after award after award. Ain't gonna be enough room on a mantle. Baby girl gonna have to upgrade the house, get a new mantle to hold all the awards. I love it for her. I love it for her. Best Television Actor, Musical, Comedy, Series. Donald Glover was nominated. He didn't win. The winner is Jeremy Allen Wright for The Bear. I keep hearing about The Bear. I have absolutely no interest in watching it. Sorry. Best Television Actress, Zendaya for Euphoria. She don't want so much. I'm just like, I'm not getting excited anymore. I'm like, of course she won. Sure she did. Because she wins everything. Good for her. That wasn't hate. That's just acknowledging like the girl is good and she keeps winning. Best television actress. Quinta Brunson. Once again, Abbott Elementary. Um, Best supporting actor. Tyler James Williams. Abbott Elementary. AKA the little boy Chris from Everybody Hates Chris. He really has been in a decent amount of stuff after that. I should probably stop referring to him as Everybody Hates Chris. But really, I mean it was a good show. If he had a halfway decent contract and royalties, he should be able to eat for life if he never works again. Theoretically. The show was syndicated. Which means he's still getting coin. Which means he's still getting coin off it, no? That's what it should mean. Best supporting actress, Cheryl Lee Ralph was up for it. She didn't win. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. I saw her in Oh, was it Essence? I didn't get a chance to read the article. I just saw the pictures. They did a little photo spread with her. She looked amazing. She looks so damn good. Does she have a little work done too? I'm, I'm just asking. I'm not accusing her of having work. I'm just saying she looks so damn good. Like maybe you just look like that and that's fine. Maybe you had some work done and it's good work. That's fine too. She looks amazing. That's what I'm trying to say. She looks amazing. Niecy Nash. She was up for Best Supporting Actress for her role as the neighbor in the Jeffrey Dahmer story. I still have not watched that. The only time I usually have downtime to just sit and watch a show is usually at night. I'm not watching Jeffrey Dahmer at night. That's that's too much. Or when I actually do have the downtime to do it, I'm, I'm watching something fluffy. Like sitting around watching the Jeffrey Dahmer story and like watching a whole bunch of black people get killed by this white man. I heard it's amazing TV. I heard it's absolutely amazing TV. I do actually want to see it. I just can't bring myself to watch it. I just, I can't. I want to see it. I want to see Niecy because everyone talks about how good she is. I I want to participate. I want to support. Maybe I should send money to the flower fund or the gifting fund. I ain't saying Jessica ain't got the money to do it. I'm just saying Jessica don't show up nowhere to Niecy. When Jessica come in the house, Jessica come in with something in her hands. Jessica don't show up empty-handed. We done seen Jessica on on Niecy's Instagram 50 million times walking in with, with roses, two dozen at least. She don't come with just one dozen. She don't come with no slim pickings roses. She don't come with no short stem roses. She don't come with no roses with no thorns. Jessica show up with two armfuls of, of roses and a big ass smile and a song in her heart. Happy to see Nisi. Look, some folks want Sierra prayer and that's a good prayer. That's a good prayer. I'll take Nisi prayer. She said her and Jessica just happened. They was friends, blah, blah, blah. I was like, you ain't pray for that? That just happened? You just go on and live your life and this kind of love pops up? Is that how we do it? I guess Jennifer Hudson her show was renewed for at least another year she was picked up for season two I still haven't had a chance to watch the show the whole time it's been on I've been gone um but I love me some Jenny the clips I've seen she goes viral often enough which I think should be a testament to she's doing something right on the show um the clips I've seen she's just like her personality is kind of my inner monologue so I'm really happy for her um It's a little dry for some people. For the people who get it, they really get it. Like, that's how I feel about Jenny. Sherry was renewed for two more seasons. I'm very happy for Sherry as well. Sherry and her team. I know a couple people that work on the show. John Murray, who's like, you know, one of my dear, dear friends. John is damn near family. Because my mother, Queen Mother, which she, like, it tickles her so bad. John is the EP for the show. So congratulations to him as well. And then also Rodney John. Rodney John was my makeup artist when I was in L.A. And... We worked together like regularly, regularly enough, you know, like a couple times a month, at least um, a couple times a month, at least there was something popping up. So like I had to tell Rodney something. I was like, hey, next time you see next time we see. I was like, next time we see each other, I gotta tell you something. He's like, I got to tell you something, too. And I was like, OK, we both got news. And I was like, Rodney. And I was like, baby, I'm moving to like Africa. And he was like, baby, I'm, I'm moving to New York. I said, what you going to New York for? Because it felt like he was leaving me, even though I was leaving, too. But it felt like he was leaving me. And I said, like, what you want in New York for? And he was like, baby. He said, I'm going to work on Sherry. I said, what you going to do on Sherry? He said, I'm going to do Sherry face. <gasps> He's been beating a hell out of Sherry face. She's not a bad looking woman. I don't want to imply that, you know, she needed a lot of help. But she looks really, really good is what I'm trying to say. She's in a good place. The whole team over there is doing a really good job. I'm really happy for them. And other good black news. There's a lot of good black news this week. Wu-Tang on Hulu it's returning february 15th i love that show season one was really really good season two was okay like it's still superior tv it just wasn't as good to me as season one that said i did spend copious amounts of time yelling at the tv screen about choices 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 that the early wu-tang members made because i was like what are y'all doing like what what are y'all doing Did I say the date? February 18th? There's a lot of good stuff coming back in February. And I probably said this when it was actually on. I know I said it first season. You know how black people judge whether a TV show has a decent budget by what they do with the hair? Like, did you get the black people's hair right? Okay, then you must have a decent budget for the show. Because apparently it costs a lot. Because there's so many shows where the hair just looks, you know, not the way it should. I'm not going to call anybody out. Best man, Regina Hall. She deserved better. But other than that, other than that, it's a great show. Um, no, Wu-Tang hair. Whoever is doing the black hair on Wu-Tang. Dennis has a girlfriend on the show. And it's like, you know, the late 80s, early 90s. And she has a a perfect stacked asymmetric. Like, they nailed it. Um, There's a couple other people on the show where their hair just looks right. Specifically, Shuri's hair looks really, really good. And I was like, whoever is doing Shuri's black hair on this show, can they do the hair on other shows where it's needed? Can they be the go-to person? Because... The hair on other shows, sometimes. I'm just going to walk away. I'm not in a dragging session today. I'm actually in a really delightful mood. But yes, I'm happy that Wu-Tang is returning. I have so much crazy shit on this list. I have written down. I said 50 Cent apologizes to Meg The Stallion. And I was like, did that really happen? It doesn't even feel real. But indeed, it did. Somebody sent me like, just like 50 Cent apologized to Meg. And I was like, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. 50 Cent apologized? Never. Hell has apparently frozen over. Fifty Cent went on was it Big Boy Show in LA? And they talked about a bunch of stuff being messy, two messy men's on the show, chit chatting. And then they talked about Meg. And they talked about how Fifty Cent has shared memes that downplayed the shooting. He didn't make the memes, he reposted them. But he has like millions of followers. It's almost like the same difference at that point. And then he went he also compared Meg to Jesse Smogay. Is it Smollett or Smollett? It's because Dave Chappelle did that juicy smoothie joke. And now I'm like, I don't really know how to pronounce this man's last name. Not that I was ever good at pronouncing it before. But Smollett, I think his name is. Okay. He compared Meg to Jesse. That's what I'm trying to say. Then he went on. I'm going to read this quote. Because if I didn't quote it to you, you'd be like, he didn't say that. He did. He said, quote, I'm going to apologize to Megan The Stallion. He said he watched her on Gail King. And Gail asked her if she was intimate with Tori. And Meg said, what? And then she said, no. And 50 said he saw that and was like, nah, she's lying. Because if they didn't have like an intimate relationship, there would be no reason for them to be around each other. I saw the interview and thought she was lying. It was just the way she responded. I also thought it was a really messed up question to ask. Because what difference does it make if she was intimate with Tori? Like if she was intimate with Tori, does it make it okay to shoot her? If she wasn't intimate with Tori, does that make it okay to shoot her? Like, what difference does the answer to that question make? But then 50 said he heard, because they released it, right? Tori Lane's jail call with Med's former bestie, Kelsey Harris. And in the call, Tori was apologizing profusely for his drunken behavior. He didn't say, I shot her, but he said, quote, what happened, happened. I can't take it back, but I'm just telling you, I'm sorry. I would never have done that shit if I wasn't that drunk, bruh. You feel me? I'm like, sir, do you have a drinking problem? Because I've been drunk. I was drunk as fuck like two days ago. We went to this beach club and drank a bottle of Prosecco each. I was drunk. I ain't shoot nobody though. I was like, I don't think you shoot people because you're drunk. I think you shoot people because you have a violent temper and you need anger management. And if if liquor makes you do shit like dumb enough to shoot somebody, you probably shouldn't drink. You might want to sign up somewhere for some help. But 50 said he saw that video and he wanted to apologize to Megan because that was when he realized like, oh, shit, like he really shot her. And I was like, it wasn't it wasn't when he was found guilty of shooting her. It was when you heard the actual tape of the jail call after he was found guilty. That's when you were like, oh, shit, he really shot her. Somebody sent it to me and they was like, oh my God, 50 apologized. And then like, I finally got a chance to watch the clip and I was like, yeah, it's the least he could have done. The least he could have done. Like I'm shocked he did because he said tons of trifling shit many times before. And I don't ever recall him apologizing. He could have. I'm saying I don't ever recall it. But him apologizing is the least he could have done. Seeing as how he clowned a woman, period. But also clowned her to millions of people, a woman who had been shot. That's fucked up. I know often I'd be like, there's grace for those that seek it. I don't see him apologizing, as seeking grace. I just see him doing the least amount of decency that, that she deserved, given, you know, that he clowned her after she got shot. <sighs> Naomi Osaka is pregnant. Tennis Naomi. Japanese and black Naomi. We know who Naomi is, right? But yeah, she's pregnant. She announced it on her social media the other day. She posted a picture of the ultrasound. The baby looked big as hell. And I was like, how pregnant is she? I don't think she's newly pregnant. I think she's a lot of pregnant. And is just, you know, feeling like telling people. The Kiki Palmer approach, if you will. They said she announced her pregnancy on Wednesday. I'm reading this on CNN. She wrote, quote, The past few years have been interesting, to say the least. But I find that it's the most challenging times in life. That may be the most fun. I shouldn't say all hell broke loose. I don't know if that's that's an apt response from everyone. Let me finish before we get to the, the messy part of it. She said, quote, I know that I have so much to look forward to in the future. One thing I'm looking forward to is for my kid to watch one of my matches and tell someone, that's my mom. She did say that she does plan to return to tennis in 2024. You know, she's been on break for a while. She needed a mental health break. She pulled out of some tournaments. and She was just like, I'm over it. I need, I need to focus on, on getting myself together. Um, but she's been out for a while. She was planning to come back in 2023, the upcoming Australian Open. And she said she'd be back for 2024. CNN notes that it's a tournament that she has won on two previous occasions. So when I came across this story, it was on a friend's Facebook page. And people were having a complete and utter meltdown that Naomi Osaka was 25 and pregnant with her boyfriend of, I guess, two years or so. He's been around for a while. But she's 25 and pregnant and unmarried, and she's having a baby at the peak of her career. And what is she doing? Like, the the minnow is lost. Nobody under 40 will get that reference. That's fine. Ask your grandmother. Um, Ask your grandmother. Ask your grandmother about Gilligan's Island. It was like a complete meltdown. And I was like, are we talking about like the same Naomi Osaka? The one who, even in her year of of mental health challenge where she, you know, abruptly pulled out of the French Open, threw down her boundaries and was like, fuck all of y'all. I'm going to work on myself. Good day. That Naomi Osaka? If nothing else, I'm going to talk about the other stuff she got going for in a second. If nothing else, the girl has boundaries. I'll give her that. The girl might overshare sometime. If I was her, I wouldn't have told none of y'all I was nothing. The other thing I was like, you talking about it's a problem for Naomi Osaka who made like 46 million last year alone? And by last year, I mean like 2021. You talking about Naomi Osaka that made 46 million in 2021? you talking about Naomi Osaka that made $57.3 million in in 2021? And, and I don't mean like she made it like over time. I mean in 2021, in a 12-month period, she made $57.3 million. You're worried about the baby of Naomi Osaka? The baby will be fine. Even if Naomi was crazy as cat shit, which I don't think she is. But even if she was, she could afford folks to take care of her baby. That kid will be fine people are like oh my god she's 25 and it seems to me that folks have an issue at no matter what age a woman gets pregnant everyone expects to have sex nobody likes to use condoms folks don't really believe in abortion and then also don't want 25 year old women getting pregnant your belief system is illogical it's a problem when women get pregnant at 25. It's a problem when women get pregnant at 35. It's a problem when women get pregnant at 45. And then it's a problem if women are 50 and don't have no kids. What the fuck do y'all want from women? What the fuck do y'all want from women? I just, I just, I'd be confused. Let that young girl be. She'll be fine. And people are like, oh my God, she's at the peak of her career. Is it just me that can't tell that Naomi Osaka ain't really as passionate about tennis as y'all want her to be? I mean, I think she likes it. And she said in the Instagram post where she announced that she was having a kid, she was like, you know, the break from tennis has, you know, retaught me the love, of my, the love for my sport. Okay. So what is she supposed to do? Like have an abortion so she can play tennis. And if she did, I'd be fine with that. But like, but y'all don't believe in abortion. So you want her not to have sex at 25? Is that what y'all want? I don't know. Y'all be wanting a lot. But what I want y'all to do is leave this young woman alone. We will be fine. She and that baby going to have a good life. I, I sincerely hope that Corday, the, the child's father, is there and along for the ride full time in whatever capacity that Naomi needs him to be. If they want to get married, if they want to be partnered, if they want to be co-parents, whatever that is. I want all of them to have a good life, but especially Naomi and the baby. It's not like she's 15. She's 25 and a multimillionaire. Stop it, people. Stop it. Speaking of babies, have we ever really talked about baby love? Diddy been posting that baby up and down his timeline. As has Christian. Christian posted the baby, too. I saw Christian cuddling with the baby. I saw a family photo. I think it was for New Year's. might have been Christmas. But the whole family was with the baby, including the kid's mom, because she's like a brand new baby and breastfed. Like, she can't really be so separate from her mom, but for so long. But, yeah, that baby is cute as I don't know what. That's a cute-ass baby. Now, Diddy, sometimes I have nice things to say about Diddy and sometimes I don't. What I can say about the man consistently, he makes some good looking children with a lot of different women. But the children are beautiful. That's what I was trying to say. Let me keep things positive. Because I really don't have any negative news today. Everyone, I'm not saying everybody's been acting right. I'm just saying like the list of things that I'm actually interested in speaking about. People are on their good behavior. There's not like a lot of scandal that I'm noticing. I could be missing something. Some people would say Lori Harvey and uh, Damson Idris are a scandal. I don't think so. You know how I feel about Damson Idris. Like I love him. I interviewed her. I interviewed him for Hollywood Reporter, and like I, I loved him even more. But I stopped having a crush on him. He's very, um, and this is exactly as he should be at the point at the phase that he is in in life. He's very. I just turned 30 and I must take everything very seriously because now I'm a bona fide adult in my 30s and now I must make serious choices and make serious decisions because I am a serious person because I'm 30. Most people with like good sense, right? Do that at 30. Like I did it at 30. I'm not mad at it. Somewhere around like 37, 38, you realize like all the shit you thought you should do to be like a real adult, is just absolute bullshit. And what you really should do is is live your best life, whatever that looks like. The closer you get to 40, the more you the more you care about peace and happiness more than you care about any trappings of adulthood or what people think adulthood is or what you think adulthood is supposed to be. You like it. Does it bring me peace? Does it bring me joy? Does it make me happy? And it's really in kind of that order. Paramount. Happy and joy. They could come or go. Those are fleeting. Peace. Peace is not conditional. Peace has to exist. You won't always be at peace, but you need most of your life at peace the closer you get to 40. Once you pass it, nothing nothing else matters. I don't give two shits about anything else. Peace is more important than anything. Peace. But yeah, Damson Idris, allegedly, he's dating Lori Harvey. And I say allegedly because it's Lori Harvey's birthday. And Damson Idris posted, it looked like a picture of Lori Harvey on set. A Snowfall. There was bricks in the background. I'm going to go with they were on set as opposed to like Lori Harvey is selling cocaine now. He also posted a picture of him and Lori Harvey like clearly booed up. His arms all around her grabbing on the ass. Claiming her. This is interesting because as, as far as I know, Demps and Idris, we on our what, sixth season of Snowfall? That was the show that really introduced me to him. I don't know a single woman that he's actually claimed. The man really don't even post on Instagram like that. I followed him for years. He posted, sweetie, she was playing the piano somewhere at some point, and there were rumors that they'd go together. I asked him about it when I interviewed him, and he was like, no, it's just a friend. All right. Say it's just a friend. Oh, baby, you. That's not the point. I'm sober, by the way. But Damson posted this picture of Lori Harvey. It's the first person I've ever known him to post. I keep saying Damson Idris posted Lori Harvey because Lori Harvey ain't post shit. Until Lori Harvey actually posts a picture claiming him, as far as I'm concerned, Snowfall starts next month, and this is early promo for the show before the interviews begin. He's trying to get folks talking because it's the final season of the show. We need to get these ratings high. That's 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 what it is as far as I'm concerned. Until Lori Harvey posts something, Damson Idris is Instagram official with Lori Harvey. Is Lori Harvey Instagram official with him? Because she's been tied to a whole lot of people. There's only been three I think, the, maid, the main page. Four, I guess. The guy she was engaged to when she was like 19. Trey Songs made the page. Trey Songs made the page. That got taken down swiftly shortly after the story broke that he had a woman pregnant that wasn't her. So that, that went away. He definitely had his hands on her feet. I want to say it was on his face. I got to double check that. She posted, there was somebody else. Memphis. I can't remember his name. That was the race car driver when she was engaged. There was Trey Songs. She posted Future in her stories. I don't know if Future made the main page. She posted her on the main page. I think he I think he was just in stories. Or no, I think there was a picture with them. He was in the pool all up in her face and she was looking at the camera. That's the only type of picture she used to post the future. Like, he was always in her face and she was always like posing for the camera and stunting. And I was like, nigga, you're like getting played and you don't even know it. And then obviously Michael B. Jordan, because they were like a public thing. And then that's it. People, some people would be like, oh my God, that's a lot of people. And I was like, she's 25. She dates. Did you not date at 25? You're supposed to be dating. Like, if, if you want to like, you know, if you want like a social life. I see absolutely nothing wrong with how Lori Harvey lives her life. I did see an interview the other day, because much of the derision for Lori Harvey, like anytime I say something about her that's positive... People always be like, "How could you like her? Like she dated a father and a son, a father and a son." She's referring to Diddy and. Is it Quincy? No, it wasn't Quincy. What's the other son? Justin. But she did an interview the other day. Was it with? Um, it was on. It was for E News, I think. It was with um, with Adrian. But she asked Lori about you know the craziest rumors that she heard, and she was like, "Yeah, I heard that I dated a father and a son." She's absolutely untrue. Not did not happen. I thought I saw the clip I think it was on the shade room and people were like oh my god like she's just denying it like we saw pictures I'm like you saw pictures of what like what did you see pictures of you saw pictures with her and Diddy in matching outfits and then out to eat with her parents okay so I do think that she actually dated Diddy at one point but I was like Justin I was like I don't remember the pictures with Justin that were just like hardcore like oh they must be dating like for real for real It's also interesting to me, like, I mean, she's denied it and I'd have no reason to doubt her. But, like, it's so weird to me how people be like, oh, my God, she dated father and son. But nobody is ever like, oh, my God, I can't believe Diddy dated somebody that his son dated. As the father in this situation, as the elder in this situation, he's old enough to legitimately be Lori Harvey's father. I mean, he has children, literally a child that is Lori Harvey's age, if not a year older. Christian is how old? Twenty-four a year younger than Lori wouldn't the onus here actually be on Diddy as like the the true as like the true blue adult in this situation maybe it's just me folks just love to hate that chick I think she's buttons cute and absolutely lovely I think if I was 25 and had the opportunity to date like every hot guy in Hollywood I would too folks be like oh my god I can't believe she's acting like that why not why should she act differently what does it get her a dude who wants to argue about big pieces of chicken and who gets served first, the man or the kids? Exactly. She she should continue to enjoy herself. She looks like she's having the time of her life. Carry on. She's young. She's gorgeous. She's rich as fuck. Independently. Well, independently of having to marry for it. She has a father who's worth more than nearly every guy she's dated combined. And they're all millionaires. Except Diddy. Diddy has more than Steve. That didn't last long. That was, what, like a month? Two tops that we saw those pictures? That was before Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. That's our news for this week. I'm sure there's stuff that I'm missing. I'm not in the mood. I gotta be in the mood for tea. I gotta be in the mood for drama. I'm just, I'm not there currently. My apologies. All right. That is the episode for this week. We will be back. We, we will be back on Tuesday. Tuesday, I will be back in Ghana. Should I should have told you I'm excited to go home. As much as I'm loving this trip, I'm ready to go home now. It's been like nine days. Home to Ghana and then also home to the U.S. a little bit. I'm going to miss Ghana, but I'm actually ready to go home for a little bit. Not everything, but it's what we have. will be back Tuesday, y'all. Have a great weekend. Bye. Oh, is this like a holiday weekend? Jesus. I think Happy Martin Luther King Day is in order. I think so. I'd rather wish it to you and it not happen than not wish it to you and it did. Okay. Goodbye.